0: Yeah! <laughs> you have the power. You have the power.
1: You have the power.
0: Hey, welcome to Empowered Souls. I'm your host, VA, with my super cool co-host... Thank we're going to talk about entrepreneurship, what happens when you get there, the mindset
1: it takes to stay there, and all of the roadblocks you face in between. Everything from business one on one to mental hygiene. Rate us, subscribe, and follow us on IG at Empower Souls RVA or email us at EmpowerSouls1 at gmail.com. Let's get started. You have the power.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Empowered Souls. This is the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast for those who aren't afraid to walk it alone, those who stand alone, those who aren't afraid to go it alone. The journey is vast and wide if we allow it to be so. So what is it like to be an empowered soul, to possess an empowered soul, to know there is so much power beyond our comprehension? We started this show because we're empowered. We love helping other entrepreneurs. We love working alongside growing businesses and consulting with young folks. We love that we've never really grown up, so every day we do what we want, and we do what we love, and we really are full-time entrepreneurs. We're walking the walk and talking the talk. So with that said, my name is Virginia Caton, and I'm here with my partner, Richard Baker, and we
1: are Empowered
0: Souls. What's up?
1: Hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey, hey. I'm excited about this whole thing just because it just gives us an opportunity to build a new network of entrepreneurs. Um, That's always been exciting for me, just teaching and coaching, but the fact that I'm in the position to help others or help others even seek that particular thing, I think it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yesterday I was in... um a local coffee shop. Shout out to Brewers because we're local. We're, ri- we're in Richmond. And a guy was asking the business owner when he should quit his job. That to me, you just stop right there. Mm-hmm. That already means that you should quit your job because yeah. you're entertaining it. It's like saying, hey, I really want to go to Target and buy that dress. You're going to go back and buy that dress or you're going to keep thinking about it. Um, and his partner was laughing and kind of giggling about it. As if she's like, I'm gonna support him in this role. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna start a business. He is, but he's saying that looks, that looks interesting. That's like saying you're stepping outside of your marriage almost in a way. You know what I mean? Right. You're you're going for something different. So uh that's what we do. It makes us feel like weightless to help others. it,
1: it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's a caller. Now, there are entrepreneurs out here who can care less about helping other people. They they just want it all for themselves and I mean, we run into those type of things all the time that people that won't, don't want to do business with you or they have the same product and they either feel threatened or they feel scared um, to help you. So we are different. I like to think that we we want to start a whole new wave of entrepreneurs and all the big companies in the next 15, 20, 30, 50 years are people that we've helped start businesses, whether it be something that we know a lot about just giving people a platform and just kind of wanting to motivate and inspire people.
0: Yeah. And, and to even take it a step further, if you go back and you look at the history of entrepreneurship and that it started with so much bartering and trading um, before it became people saying, oh, let me flip this and make X amount of dollars, people gave to others. They gave in such a way that it was, whether it was like wisdom, or it was literally like I said, a trade or a barter. Um, it was that it was that whole idea of the village takes the village and we all just have our different little pockets that you're good at what you do, you're good at what you do, and we all bring right. it all together instead yep. of I'm gonna be the dictator and then let all of you work for me, which is what so many corporations are now. And that I mean, that's fine. Like some of them they exist and we I don't know what we do without them, but There's still that level to if you're given so much, you have to be able to give it back. And that's what that's where where this came from, is that we're like, look, we're on a deeper level. We vibe higher so we can be entrepreneurs all day and we can be like, hey, yeah, we're we're doing good. And you're not, you know, or you're not where you want to be. But we're like, no, we want to reach out deep. Then, like, say, how can we help you get to where you want to be, even if that means you surpass me? If you win, I win. So I want to see people do really, really well.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, it's it's not enough people out here who are doing, like, selfless work. I mean, I'm not sure why or what's the motivation behind people not wanting to help others, but I just know I was put here to help other people. And once I started a business, it was just another platform for me to help other people. I've always worked in jobs where I'm helping people, but now... I can help people start businesses or live their truth and leave a job that they may think that they have to have, you know, for whatever reasons.
0: So, okay, so expand on that. So what is maybe something that you do, um, whether it's volunteer or something that you maybe you feel like it's bragging on yourself? But something that you're like, no one knows that I do this because I know I have moments like this. And like I get I. it's almost like people would say you get your rocks off. Mm-hmm. But I feel like my higher powers and my angels are like, ah, we saw you. We saw you. But I'm not going to like call my friends and be like, I just did this on yeah. the corner, a whole street in Bainbridge. Like
1: you don't look for that, that validation. No, no, because
0: you just do it because it felt right and it was right. So even if it's something like that or where, you know, um, you let somebody into some knowledge or something that you
1: had. Yeah. Um, just recently I've had a couple of meetings with some people who come to me with ideas about things that they want to do with my business. And I kind of turned it over to them to say, well, pitch me an idea and maybe we can run with it. And then once they tell me whatever it is that they want to do or think that they want to do, I expand on it a little bit to kind of Give them a little bit of motivation of what it can be if they develop, if they develop it right, because that's key. Uh, you can't help entrepreneurs who don't want to grind and work because that's what entrepreneurship is. So I would just kind of empower them to kind of take the idea that they brought me and expand on it and really sit down and map it out and say, bring it back to me and then we'll go to the next step. So mm-hmm. it's almost like I'm almost like I'm tricking them to become entrepreneurs, some of them. And the ones who have it in them, they'll they'll execute and the ones who don't, they'll kind of fall back. So yeah. that's something that I do. What about you?
0: Yeah, I like that cuz you're like bringing the confidence out of people. Um I really have found so much um like pride and just like genuine like I guess I mean glee almost sounds crazy, but you think of like a child with like the most craziest Cheshire, Cheshire Cat Grin is helping other people, whether it's men or women start businesses. And I was successful in helping my friend Kim start her nutrition business at a time where she wasn't even underground. It was more of, I have an idea and I want to get it off and I don't really know what to do. And it was as simple as things like you got to get a tax ID. Okay, I just got paid. What do I do with the money? You have to get a business Mm -hmm. bank account with your tax ID and baby stepping her through that. And she's a little bit older than me. But that it was so many things. It was like it's never too late to start something. Number two, she has a lot to teach me, you know, and it's like I have a lot to teach her. Um, But starting business comes easy to me. It's almost like you know because well, like once you do it once, feels prolific,
1: and, and you and you, and that's why most of the people who own businesses usually own multiple businesses Many. because you pretty much write the blueprint out mm-hmm. for your success, especially if you've mm-hmm. already done it once. You just duplicate it, but then you try to do things differently to, to avoid the mistakes that you made with the other business, and then you right. just keep building them. Think about McDonald's. I mean, the first McDonald's went up, and then they figured out. All right, we got this thing down, and what they do now, they can throw the next two and three up like there's nothing because you're just duplicating the whole system all over again.
0: It's so true, which is a great segue because we've we've shared with people why we are doing this podcast, but we didn't really give them too much background on who we are except for our name. So I'll just run through real quick why we even feel qualified to do this. Because I'll be honest, I'm I don't like wasting people's time. I'm about my time. Time is money. Money is business, and uh, time is, is, is mean so much. Uh, but I, but I'll say that just even thinking, why, why would you listen to us? So a few reasons I've been in business over 13 years, um, former Richmond public school school teacher planned to teach my whole life. Both parents were entrepreneurs. So it's no wonder why I got bitten by the same bug. Um, started a mobile dance company that was successful right from the beginning. Um, and I was about 23 years old. So fast forward, halfway through there started a mobile yoga business um that caught on really really good at the schools so still do that and then started a actual brick and mortar dance and yoga studio Um, and then I consult with Virginia Commonwealth University and then I also like helping other women in in business so that's where I feel suited to talk to other people because I like to know why you're qualified and what you've been through um We can go through all the degrees and stuff like that, but even that doesn't matter as much to me. Um, I did graduate from VCU with a master's, but still, it's like I use that to whatever capacity I can. I don't teach in school anymore, so I'm not using a master's in education, but... It still made me who I am. I appreciate all of it. No one can take it from you. Um, I've even said before, look, one day if I get tired of this entrepreneurship thing, I'll go back in and save a school and become a principal because I know it's in me um, with gentle leadership to Mm -hmm. do that. And so that's why I'm like, okay, there's no questioning. Am I where I'm supposed to be? We are where we're supposed to be right now. Right. Helping other people. And in turn, that helps ourselves. And when we help ourselves because we know that at home our needs are met and we're taken care of, you build stronger communities. So if one day that means that, hey, all this goes away and I don't do it, you know, whatever. I'm open. I'm not attached to any outcome. So I love entrepreneurship and sharing that with people. So, Rich, What do you love? Oh, man, that's awesome. What do you
1: do? You just inspired me. So (laughs) if nobody else is feeling inspired, maybe (laughs) because I'm sitting with you, I've got like extra excited. But enough about you. I guess it's about me now. Um, I come from a background of just. Hard workers. Um, I grew up in Washington D.C. Um, been working since I was fourteen. Always had multiple jobs, two and three jobs. Um, I was an athlete. Always worked out hard, very hard, and trained very hard, and was just a, a very diligent worker as overall. So I've always been the captain of most of my teams. Always been the leader out front, guy hosting talent shows at schools. So I've always had that out front personality. So um, it was just kind of something that followed me all the way into college. Went to college, uh, maj- majored in elementary education mm-hmm. where I met a lot of teachers because I've always felt that I was a teacher. Finished school, did some uh, just kind of
0: you were just a cool just, guy. For I was a while. just a cool guy for a while trying to figure <laughs> yeah, yeah, it out, yeah, yeah. right? I
1: started coaching college football um, as a very young man trying to figure out like who I wanted to be. Um but I was I was working, always worked. Then opportunity came to move to Richmond, Virginia. I was in North Carolina at the time and I moved. Um, I wanted to be, fall into the mental health field as a case manager. So I moved there, I did that. I started working at group homes. I've always held down two and three jobs. Always, it's just like nor it's like normal to me. So Mm -hmm. once I figured out, all right, dude, this is who you are. I did that for seven or eight years, just kind of hustle and bustle and grind, and you know, ethic yeah work ethic, multiple streams of incomes, weird hours, overnights, all of that stuff. So I got an opportunity to start my own business, um, in which my brother came to me and. he kind of gave me a little nudge. He knew that I was a, a entrepreneur and a strong minded person. So he gave me a little push. And um, he just pushed me like out, you know, like a raft, like you do out, you just push it out in the water and then it just glides across the water. That's how I was. He pushed me and then I just took the rest mm-hmm. and floated with it. And ever since I've been in a position um, where I am now um, owning a training facility, fitness. Training facility, if that is. Um, Now I feel like I have the, you know, the power. It feels powerful to know that I'm in a position to help other people. And I've done it all by myself. Nobody has done anything for me up to this point, which has been almost two years. I've written every form, every invoice, every decoration, every piece of my business I had to come up with. So now that I know how to do all of that stuff. I'm like, wow, I can help somebody else do this. Now I know exactly what we're doing. I'm still learning, but I'm willing to take some people with me and say, hey, you can learn as I learn, but I'll tell you what I know so far.
0: Yeah. I mean, and pretty that's much. What we, that's what we just said when we first started or what I had said when we first started is that we're, we're walking the walk and we're talking the talk. We're not like, oh, yeah, I'm about to sign that lease on um, because I literally and you reminded me of this that. My yoga studio has only been open since May, and I literally came to you probably February, March, April, and was like, I'm about to open the studio. And it was all just kind of like in alignment with the assignment that I'm on right now. And and I didn't really know the shape it would take. And now it's uh, can't announce it prematurely, but working on other stuff for the same space that you know about that it just means that I'm willing to try different things. Like I'm willing to let
1: it be one thing, but also something else. I mean, entrepreneurship is about being open-minded because mm-hmm. chances are you start your business with a vision of one thing. Mm-hmm. And as you're developing that thing, it may not be developing the way you want it, or you start thinking about ways you can adjust it. And then changes just come about. You, I mean, you think some of the major businesses started out just that way? I mean, you think Nike just started... Yeah. They may have started doing shoes, but now what do they have? Nike Everything. got anything. They
0: got a lab now. They
1: got a lab. They got, you know, headbands. They got yeah. wristbands. You can buy, a, you know, something to go over your foot. You know, anything. Socks. Anything you can think of just be from a shoe brand. Yeah. They started just one thing, and it just evolves because... Supply and demand. Right. People start requesting different things from you. I'm sure you've had people yeah. come to you and say, "Virginia, you know, you know what you should do." And sometimes you, you know, you take it with a grain of salt and go, well, "All right, get the hell out of my face." I don't, right. These people don't know what they're talking about. But so-
0: it's hurtful or painful to to make the change. Yeah. And then other times you realize that the person having to make the change isn't you. It means it's somebody on the team you're going to have to pass it off to them. And I can even I can even say like right now I have two teachers that. They do certain styles of yoga, teaching it better than me because they've done it for so long. Right. And there was one class that it was like, I really wanted to teach, but it was like, put your ego aside. Yeah. Let them teach the class. Or if it's I need you to reach out to these people. You're better suited to do it than me because you've been teaching them Um, and 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 expecting them. Like when you pass the torch, like expecting them to do as good a job as you because you're the one who hired them. To be there, and and that's that's like a that's a really big thing because it's almost like when people say I don't have children, but when they say they have children, it's like a piece of them. Your employees are like a piece of you, and Absolutely. so you expect them to do the right thing.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. You just you get in positions where you start realizing that you can't do everything,
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you know,
1: and that's a little contradictory to what I just said. I did everything, but. It's not all by choice. Sometimes I had to do everything because I didn't know I was the only one that was going to see it through. Right. People come to me with ideas or say, I'll help you with this. Or if you ever need me to do this, it's cool. But if they don't do it, then you have to. So it doesn't, it it really falls on kind of, well, it's not a priority to them, especially if it's not their full-time thing.
0: No, no. And then people start wanting to know how much they get paid to do something. Yeah, yeah. I know my breaking point with hiring people was uh, I was driving on 295 from mechanic. I had gone from 295. I had gone from Hopewell to Mechanicsville to Short Pump to Petersburg. And one day and I cried on the phone to my mom and she said, why are you crying? And I said, I can't do it anymore. And she was like, what are you talking about? Like you love what you do. I said, no, I need to hire like, Not one teacher, like four, and she was like, I mean, I support you. I don't know, like, why you're calling me and telling me this or asking me for my, you know, it's your job, it's what you do. But it was like a breaking point, it was like a my foot can't hit the gas pedal anymore.
1: Yeah, I I gotta figure this out, I gotta figure it out,
0: right? Even though my day didn't go 24 hours or anything like that, it was like a constant. High blood pressure from trying to get somewhere on time to be here to check to make sure that person's straight to get this attendance list and make sure these people are happy and all while smiling, you know, because you've got to always have the look. That's tough. You can't show up looking
1: crazy. Yeah, you can't.
0: So so that's that was like a big, big one for me.
1: Yeah, that those when you have those moments, it forces you to kind of realign and reevaluate. All right. What am I doing? Am I trying to make money or am I trying to be healthy? Yep. Am I trying to be happy? Am I trying to be all these different things? But you got like, how can I make things function and preserve some of these things? My health, my happiness, because that's the first those are the first things that go once you start getting tired. Your health is first. Your body starts shutting down. Then you're not happy. They all kind of line with each other. If one is out, then it starts affecting the other.
0: Yeah. And so we always seek balance no matter what we do. I don't care if you drive a bus or you are a taxi cab driver. It's like everyone's looking for for balance. So um, I'm going to segue into the quote of the the podcast.
1: I like a good quote.
0: uh, You can't fit into any circles, triangles, or squares. You can only fit into you. Wow. Yeah. It sounds so, like, elementary and corny. It's kind of
1: cool because, yeah. like, now I'm, I'm visualizing, like, everybody has this silhouette, right? Yeah. And it's like, you're, it's a key. Yeah. They go in yeah. just like, a, just like a, a regular key into a door. It's like a silhouette that fits that. And that's that's you. You are your own key and your own silhouette. You have everything you need. That's cool.
0: I really, really believe that. Um, I ha- I'm always searching for, like, retreats or places where I think I can go learn something, where people... I'm not going to roll my eyes the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing for me. I don't like to waste my time. I always feel like my time can be better spent creating, manifesting, meditating, self care, journaling, whatever. Yeah, everything
1: what you said. You just you just want authenticity. I and do. You want real because some people would be cool with going to a retreat and but they can't even distinguish the difference between the real ones and the fake ones in the room they see smiles and they just take it for face value oh she was nice no did you read her body language did you you know did did you did you gauge her real temperature you know what i mean yeah
0: i don't want to go in and be like man i should be teaching the yoga class like i don't want that or i should be the counselor right now i don't want to feel that so i've been like seeking okay different masterminds or like things where i could go and really feel like i'm nourished by it So a friend presented one to me the other day and I emailed and I'm not trying to do this by like throwing anybody under the bus. And I know people say when you say that you're going to throw someone under the bus. Whoever listens to this,
1: it's not you. I promise.
0: (laughs) It's not it's not it's not even that it's more like the questions I had surrounding it is it's not it doesn't matter to me how much it costs. It doesn't matter to me when it is. It doesn't matter to me where it is. Really, I'll go. But my questions were, is everybody in the room going to be like vetted? Is this a vetting process? Mm-hmm. Like is the person to my left just started out business and doesn't even know what Instagram is Wait. or does this person no response? Oh, now, if wow. you were trying to sell me, you were to responded within five minutes.
1: Of course.
0: I don't care if it's the day before Christmas, the day of Christmas, the day after Christmas, if, if you really want to. So what it tells me is that, no, you just had enough people buy in that are ready to do it because you didn't really have an answer for that. Maybe maybe that's for the next level mastermind. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it and it could have planted a seed in their head, like, "Whoa, this lady was going to drop the money, yeah. but she just has questions because she's more particular about how she spends it," which says a lot about the demographic they have, right? right. Because then that means they have a demographic of people who are going to give them money without asking the tough tough questions. Like they'll have to ask them on the back end. Yeah. So I would have been in there like, um, "Excuse me, excuse me," yeah, and they've been I- like, "Your time's up. You've had it," and I'd have been like. Um, no these questions apply to everyone Everybody, you know like yeah. I would have had to like work it my way so um
1: yeah that's that's not cool it's I not mean, it's but, not but, but I mean, a I'm, lot of us want to ask those questions yeah. but we don't like yeah. and that's that's exactly why something like this I feel could be beneficial to some people yeah. whether it be an entrepreneur or just somebody just struggling with a life decision right. like really listening to your body and really allowing yourself to be open to the thoughts that's coming to your brain so that you can execute on them and really kind of seeing them through. I mean, that's what really entrepreneurship is. Most people who started a business is taking a chance. Yep. Everybody doesn't have the capital behind to just start this major corporation right off top. No. So everybody as an entrepreneur is taking a chance and that's all life is. It's taking chances. Taking
0: chances. And I just was sitting here like almost having like a like a, a revelation, like it's, it's crazy when you say like, okay, I'm going to go out here and do this. No one else is thinking probably the same thing that you're thinking at that moment. they just the same way you just said, like everyone has their own silhouette. Yet, if I were to say bake, I'm really having this tough, tough situation. Give me some advice. It would probably be the same advice that I would give you, which reminds us that we're all a mirror.
1: Yes. Give the, yourself the exact same advice.
0: Exact same advice. The other thing that I like to say to people who are having a, a tough time, because this really got me through quitting smoking. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, I, I smoked uh, cigarettes for 20-plus years and quit cold turkey because I chose to talk to myself like a child. Because think about it. The ch- when I was 12 years old when I started smoking. So I was saying things like, "Oh." don't do that to your body. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Just like a parent would to a 12 year old. Right. Yeah. And think about some kids who start even younger than that, or doesn't matter whenever they start, but it's like talking to whatever killed your self-esteem, whatever killed you inside
1: to make you do, to that. do
0: that, to heal that. And like literally every day with tears, like coming down my face, I'd be driving, squeezing a squeeze ball, chewing gum, like literally saying, would you leave your child in a burning down house? No, but that's essentially what smokers do is they're always in a burning down house because yeah. the smoke is, it's, terrible. Yeah, it's
1: tearing them down,
0: but your body needs it because it's such a strong addiction. So when I was quitting smoking, that that's what I kept coming down to when I was going through the real final stages of like my divorce and stuff, I was saying the same kind of stuff like to myself was like the child in you. Does these things you did these things now? It's time to heal any patterns of behavior that didn't work and didn't serve you and didn't serve your marriage. Mm -hmm. Because whatever your ex said you did, you did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If they were like, "Oh, you're too much," then you probably were. But that's fine. But
1: they didn't make it up. Always, I would always say in relationships that I had, like, I know you may feel some type of way about something I just said, but I wouldn't just make it up and say it to you.
0: Yeah, it's harsh. Yeah. Oh my god, it's harsh. There were there were some things he stood there and. Some things I know he didn't mean they were painful, right? Just because you're angry. And I get that. And I forgive you. Um, <laughs> but I also have to forgive myself because it's like there were times when I did act out. Yeah. There were times when I did have, sub- I had, have such a sharp tongue. Yeah. Ooh, I could cut you down so fast and then be like, I feel so bad about that. Yeah. You can't take it back. So you have to ask yourself, well, that might serve you when you're six.
1: Yeah.
0: When you're 36, honey. Yeah. You can't be
1: doing that. Can't be doing it.
0: So that that's where you're like, okay, what can I heal in myself? So that's why, like, I'll ask friends. I'll be like, you got a good book? And they'll be like, all I got is self help books. And I'm like, I really want a good fiction book. Can somebody give me a good fiction yeah. book? Because I don't need no more self help. I live really by the four agreements, and I and I just that's that's my that's my church. You know what yeah. I mean? I go to <laughs> yoga. I do my breath work. Um, I have a, a few vices, you know. And it's yeah. like other than that, yeah, I stay around this- people that I love, and and I'm good. But what 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 do you really need outside of you yeah. except knowing that this is you are everything this universe is you
1: yeah it's 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 a lot but you like I said you just got to be open you got to be open to to things touching you and things you know making you think or making you move a lot of us we see and hear things and we hold them just right where they are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like when I look at people I always say I can see what's behind your eyes. Mm-hmm. When you say this, things like that to people, they go, what? The pain. Right. Or or the story. Yeah. Or something. You know, like it's more to you than you may be this beautiful figure. And I might be like, man, she's gorgeous. But then when I look at her eyes, I don't see, you know, the brands and all other stuff. I see... Girl, like something's there. Like you have something in your eyes that is that's more than all of this thing that I'm getting off from the physical.
0: Right. You're trying to make it seem like you're uh, one dimensional, but you can see the past traumas, the hurts, or just the fact that you have depth. But that that to me comes from being. It's like is you're genuine and like the whole like the title of our show. You're empowered. You're just a person who's like, I the power in me sees the power in you. That's why I struggled for a really long time. I don't know if I even told you this about how I went to this energy energy worker. um I've known this about myself for a long long time, but okay. it was like I needed confirmation sure. that when I walk into a room with a lot of men, I can see through them like X-ray and I make them feel uncomfortable Ooh. and I don't want to. It's oh, like wow. it's like it's a power where I don't want to yeah. so
1: case simple point. So you you just kind of relinquish that power? I,
0: I put my eyes down. I can't make eye contact. It's like a um, it's probably it's probably how y'all don't take this wrong. How someone who had on like very skimpy clothes if they like walked into like a church. Yeah. And it's like all eyes on me. It's like I can walk in with a bubble suit on, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, I see all of these men's lack of vulnerability. I see their lack of like, I see it all, right? And Mm -hmm. so ever since I was like um, high school age, I would understand that that also had something to do with sexual energy, not in the physical form, but in an energetic form, like as far as male sex, female sex, that. Because oftentimes when you say sexual energy, people are like, Who's yep. about to huck a buck, yep, right? Some, like, okay, what's going on? Who's getting but, down? But not even, not even that, and, and it wasn't even me thinking that they were looking at me that way. So I go to this energy worker, and I'm like, you know, I'm going through a lot. I lost my dad, my my divorce, and she's like, your ex is in this room right now, and he would like for you to heal him. What? And I said, I've I've felt like that for a while, but there's such a disconnect. She was like, you do know that you have such a big job. And I was like, if she says this thing about these men, I'm going to really flip. She says it. You were sent here to heal the masculine vulnerability. That would have blew my mind. It still hurts, like, in my sternum to think about it because it's like I knew it. So, uh, and once again, this isn't, we're not, we're here to just be truthful. We're not here to badmouth anybody. We want to heal and and help people grow. But um, a lot of men have trouble with being, a little bit softer or in touch with their feelings. It's not even soft. It's just say, let's just say being able to um, describe feelings. Not Mm -hmm. every feeling is mad and frustrated. There are feelings of disappointment. There are feelings of degradation. There are feelings, whatever it is, but being able to pinpoint it because no one's ever taught you and no other men have ever taught you that it made me wonder like why I start looking around. Like, why do I have these guy friends that are like more in touch with themselves? Or like, why do I have guy friends that like, I feel like I need to heal. You know, Hmm. my ex. I think I was supposed to heal him. And then I meet someone like Jay and Jay is who I currently date. And he's like.
1: Total opposite. Total
0: opposite. He's like, man, like watching my friends get married, he's like, I'm going to cry because the groom's crying. Right. And I could see how much he loves this girl. Okay. He's that's, like, this is insane. Well, and that's, that's passion.
1: Like, that's yeah, that's right, somebody right, right. who holds. just, And that's probably usually the people that we need to be around. That's because, exactly right. But you don't realize that you may have been with someone or in a situation that was bad, and you just didn't know it until yeah. all the smoke cleared and all your right? feelings went away and all your Things self-doubt. And then you healed, and then you found someone else. And now it's like... Oh, oh, this is probably the person I probably should have been with. Mm-hmm. And you think about, well, if I would have been with this person back then, yep. who knows, you right. know, where I would be. But you, you know, wouldn't we, have been ready for it. You wouldn't have been it's ready like for
0: contracts. It. It's contracts with your life. And we can always get into that, like on another because I know I'll get deep and start talking, and be like, what's your sign? Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> this is get
1: real funky real <laughs> But quick.
0: I know I want to play Mad Libs. Um, if I had a blank, I would blank. Mmm. I love doing this, especially with kids, because they're so raw. Because they'll be like, "If I had Plato, I'd be a millionaire," and I'm like, "That's awesome, you know." But- if
1: I had an audience, I would I would share. Yes. Whether it be my thoughts, mm-hmm. whether it be things, it, it would be anything. It wouldn't be nothing of like crazy value. But to me, I feel like sharing things with people, like. I mean, you can help somebody, like I said, empowered. This yeah. this is why we started this show, because right. we're always thinking of a way to serve people, yep. to help people. And sit in the car
0: talking. That's where it came from. We realized that we were having such good conversations that needed to be shared with people that we would forget what we said that was so important and probably not write it down. So then we're like, uh, well, we'll see each other next time. Yep. It was like, why don't we start a podcast? So this wasn't just started yesterday. It wasn't months ago. It was like a long time ago that car, we decided... We've got to start recording these.
1: Probably in the middle of a day.
0: Yep. On a Thursday at 12 o'clock. Like
1: entrepreneurs do. We meet up and we have lunch or we just meet up and we have like kind of meetings, but we just talk about everything. And then you leave with 20 ideas because you're with someone else that's an entrepreneur. So Mm -hmm. their mind is always going Mm -hmm. about how to do more business. But then at the same time, we're thinking about how we can help more people, how we can do more to affect the community that we want Mm -hmm. to, you know, to grow or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's I think that's the best way, because if you're, you know, your podcast or whatever it is, if it's not authentic, I think that will allow people to kind of gravitate towards it or from it because I've listened to podcasts and no disrespect to anybody else's podcast but sometimes I feel like I'm watching a tv show and I'm like I could watch tv for this
0: right I come to podcast to
1: get the real the raw right you know I don't care if it's f-bombs or if it's somebody talking (laughs) about synergy you know what I mean like I want the real and I want it to sound like people talking to me and not giving me like trying to make me believe um, information you can take whatever you want and discern you know whatever information we talk about on this on this podcast but at the end of the day you got to be able to kind of speak and live your own truth
0: yeah and that's what we honestly for everyone who's listening that's what we aim to do is the goal is to Come at you. So this is our introductory podcast, and we just wanted you guys to get to know us. But to come at you with tips and tricks for entrepreneurship, or have guests on that can help you while helping us, or even have you on so that we can help you live. Um, I've I've thought about that a great deal not necessarily having someone on who's like, oh, I've been in business for 10 years and I can do this. And then you just feel like they shared a summary of their business and they didn't really tell you what is it like to do QuickBooks? What is it like when you need to get an accountant? What is it like when you have to pay taxes and you think, okay, how do I how do, I do better about this next year? Um, we can even share our accountant's information with you so that if you're like, I'm looking for an accountant, like we want to be that kind of help where you walk away from us and you feel like you you got something tangible or something to file away in your mental file cabinet that it's not like, man, they, they have the answers and they don't give them. Because I've felt like that before. I've met people who I know are far more advanced in their career and I've asked questions and it's either email me later yep, and then no follow up or follow me on social media. I share about that. And it's like, hold on a second. We could either help each other. I, 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 and if it becomes to, I have to pay you or something, it's like, you don't even offer that. So we want to be that those people that you can, like when they say call on lean on, um, that's what we, that's what we want to do.
1: And I think it'd be a good thing for us. Um, just off the cuff maybe mm-hmm. to take some some emails and yes. take some questions and, yes um have some people share give us some insight and not about the all good because there's some entrepreneurs out here that can come and tell you like it's not all good no. or you I want to tell you about that yeah it's and self-doubt like you we get in our heads too like you see the outside and the 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 result of what we're doing but we're stressing and we're freaking breaking down and we feel like it's not going to work and you know sometimes it's like am I really supposed to be doing this or do I want to keep going you know how do we keep ourselves
0: sometimes I think um, about a daydream about working at Starbucks (laughs) but that's only when things get really
1: really like I think about weird stuff too I'm like if I wasn't doing this what else would I want to be doing something I know I'll be having a good time or like enjoying myself because there's so many different sides of working any type of job because it is. You, we, everybody doesn't see. like I don't know what the listeners, what, what they do for work. Right. I don't know what enjoyment they can get out of yeah. it, and I don't know Ooh, the hardships behind it. That just it. made
0: me think about something because we're going to wrap this episode up, but I want to even talk about when people say they want to leave their job, what does that look like? I can't stand it when I hear other entrepreneurs tell people who are still working, just quit your job how do you really transition yeah that's how can tough. you add, can you because this has happened I've before i've there. talked to people approach your boss and ask for part time work that's a start how about starting to take some of your sick days that you've accrued to go handle some business mm-hmm. not every friday and monday do it. But a random Wednesday instead of, oh, it's a dentist appointment, a few business meetings. So that before you completely detach and remove yourself from the job that's giving you money, be strategic. Also, if it's something that you're like, I love my job, but I just want more money, consider asking for it. Like those are kinds of things that I want to get into because I know for me, I had it when I quit my job and I'll just tell you guys, I had like 20 some days of sick days left. And so I just decided um, as a school teacher, I left in the spring. And then when the fall, I got paid through the summer Mm -hmm. and didn't tell anybody my plans. I hustled, hustled, hustled June, July, August. When August came back around, I went back to school and used my 30 days of sick day and got paid for that. Because if I would have told them in the summer, they would have said, contract yeah. over. Yep. Yep. So and my pr- But I told them. I, I didn't necessarily play them. I worked the system, but yeah. this yeah, happens you gotta, all the they, time. I mean, you got to
1: use those type of things. But everybody does not have that creative mindset. Some right. people are so right. rigid and they love the structure so much. Yeah. They're so scared to take a risk or, or yeah. I can't do that. Why can't yeah. you?
0: Yeah, right. But that's what, that's what we want to be. So we want to be that person where... If you are thinking about sliding up in our DMs or something like that and asking a question, we want to be that 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 person that you can lean on. We won't mute your messages because I do that to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm on Instagram as V A Crenshaw V A C R E N S H A W. And then we're on Empowered Souls, E M P O W E R E D Souls, S O U L S R V A. Our Gmail account is Empowered Souls One at Gmail, and then what's your Info
1: Bake? Well, mine is my business name. It's Baker Unified Fitness um, on Instagram and BakerUnifiedFitness.com, www dot of course. Yes, uh, and I could be reached through that. Also, um, I have another. Um, but we have a Gmail account Sorry We do But you yeah, can also do. give yours if No you I'm have. not giving my personal <laughs> Gmail Y'all gonna be sending me stuff And sending me hate mail I, I haven't I got know. that deep into it yet For you, you to start me You told me to quit my job You told me to quit I'm coming to work for you
0: No no You no, know no.
1: enough about my business You can just show up And you know With the kids And the right. backpacks And say alright We left our job Can you have to show us How to start a business so.
0: Exactly but it's been a
1: pleasure just to kind of, you know, get it, going. Start, get it going and speak to, you know, the people out here that need to hear these messages.
0: Yeah. And we've we've been going now for 40 minutes. Um, you're going to be able to catch our podcast everywhere soon. For now, we'll just be on CastBox. Um, so share with people, tag us or let us know if you if you like it. And um, we'll leave you with this quote. I love this. I lo- well, there's like a quote. I, there's two that I love that I have to share. Let's hear them. OK. As far as social media, because people always ask me, how do you get this on social media or get this? And there's, I don't know, to tell you. So I'll say this. You don't need a lot of followers to make an impact. Leaders already do that. Yes. Please remember that. Because I know people that have 30,000 followers and they bought half of them.
1: (laughs) That's and, a different story. Right. Social another, media will be a definite episode. Oh, we're going to do
0: that for sure. That
1: will have every, this This thing might break if we get oh, right. start diving to that stuff. Oh,
0: we are. We are. And then the last one, go big or go home, but you know you got to go home. So you might as well just go big. You might as well right? go big. Um, so that's it. That's our first episode of Empowered Souls. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We don't even know you.
1: Not yet, but we're going to get to know you real soon. Yay.
0: Hey, everybody, thanks for listening and holding space for Empowered
1: Souls. We'd love to connect with you and get your feedback and questions about challenges that some of you face as business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs. So hit us up at Empire Souls RVA <laughs> on IG or email us at EmpoweredSouls1 at gmail.com.
0: You have the power. You have the power.